Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. Over the last two years, uh, if you haven't been with us, we have been um, moving to a, a, quite a new model for us as a church and for a lot of churches actually, um, where Phil and Kath have released three different communities within Northridge, all part of, of uh, Northridge as a church. Um, right this morning, there are two meeting, one here and one in Hornsby, um, and then another one this evening. Uh, and, uh, and we, together with Phil and Kath and the other community pastors, form the leadership team of the church. Um, and so that has been a brave new journey for, for us, and at times... We don't know what we're doing, and other times uh, it's, it, we've just rejoiced in what God has done. Um, but, you know, in that, through that process, uh, we have seen that God has particularly given Phil and Kath uh, such a vision for, um, for the future and laid things on their hearts um, that I guess we wanted you to catch some of because we have the privilege of, of talking often with them about it. Um, and our heart really is that you would catch some of that this morning. So um, I'm going to invite them and Bonnie to come and join me. We're going to try and do the stool thing um, and, uh, and sit around. And we... Yeah. Was there a... Not the medical stool. That's terrible. She's a nurse. She went there. Well, I did. Married to a nurse, Should we go another one there? Is that right? Are we here? Why don't you two sit there? They are, aren't they? Sorry. Come close. Yeah, come closer. Come close. There we go. Are you going to look at Oh. Is that all right? Can I come up. I'm not moving once I'm up. Can everyone, can everyone see, okay? It's always a bit tricky. Let me try. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> are you having fun? Yes, we are, we are. This mic's a bit dodgy, so I just watched that one. But anyway, yeah. Hello. Is oh, it working? Can we okay. te- te- let's test yeah, the microphone? Test, test. Testing? One, two, Good. three. Hello. Excellent. Fantastic. Done. Excellent. <laughs> How are you guys? Are we okay? You need your phone. Any other notes that we need? All good? You got it memorized? Fantastic. Well done. <laughs> Um, uh, now, um, thank you so much for joining us. You guys have just been away, haven't you? So it's great to have you back. Yeah, maybe I should give a welcome well, to you. Why don't that? you yeah. do that? We have, um, for those of you who don't know, we've just returned from New Zealand and we were there at the Vineyard National Conference there because Vicky and Lloyd Rankin, who've been dear friends of ours and national directors over there, have stepped down and a new couple, Lizzie and um, David McGregor, have stepped up mm. into that role and it was a huge privilege to be there and um, just to see how wonderful the Vineyard family is, another part of that 
doing so well in a country close to us. And I think we'll have lots and lots more friendship links with them. So get ready to see more, get your New Zealand accent happening. <laughs> but they definitely all want to send their love to us here and to all of you. So um, and definitely cheering us on as we're cheering them on. So Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So let me just jump, jump right in. I'm not sure which one of you wants to answer this first, but um, two years ago, <laughs> you guys, um, you made quite a bold step in, in releasing community pastors uh, for each Northridge community. What was on your heart uh, for, for the church in doing that? Can I ask you that? So um, Phil and I had, we have loved being able to be a part of that pioneering of the vineyard in Australia and amongst that first group of people who church planted vineyard churches in Australia. And as we have grown and seen what the Lord has been doing, we felt that he was speaking to us about, well, you don't want to become the bottleneck of what the Lord's doing. And so we really saw that the Lord had blessed us with these beautiful leaders who were incredibly capable from within our midst. And that was the Giles, who we have done a long journey with, as you just heard. But they, you know, in a sense, they already came to us knowing the vineyard. So, you know, there's a lot of explaining that you have to do to most Australians when you say vineyard. They're like, um, so what wine are you making? And we used to, I don't know whether we've recently had, but we used to have people come on a Sunday and say, oh, I thought I was coming for a wine tasting. And we'd say, well, you are, but perhaps not the one you thought of. So We we do get wine supplies. Yes. Occasionally coming and asking us if we want new wine. Well, we have a wine that's far above whatever they could offer. So, uh, but the point is, beautiful Bonnie and Rob arrived knowing the vineyard, having experienced it and carrying it in their heart. And I remember a number of times when we'd have conversations and I'd go, oh, you mean I don't have to explain that? They were like, no, we totally get it. And then we also had the Giles, the GBs, the Gresham Brits in in the evening, who um, really, they have grown up vineyard. So Chris came to faith with us and Jen has been with us in a way that they they don't know anything else which is great and we saw leadership on them and then Sarah and Andrew Starr who many of you know who we've done a long friendship journey with and kept in touch with them and supported them as missionaries in Kazakhstan and then when they returned we just saw all over them that the Lord was stirring this heart for how could we reach more people so there were two things there was wanting to release leadership give more opportunities for the communities to grow and for people to come and discover Jesus. So, Yeah, that was really good, wasn't it? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so it's, let me just add a little bit. I think the thing is, is that we realise, um, I guess I feel like the Lord said to me, church is often local, local. In other words, people like going to their local church. Now, I know many of you do come a little bit further than just, you know, Thornley or Nomo um, or Pennant Hills. Um, but we feel like, we just felt like if we could plant communities of Northridge, we could bring local church to more people and still be part of the one church. And so that caught our heart as well. And um, we wanted to plant these 
um, communities or raise up these communities, really giving the freedom for each of the leaders to be who God had made them to be and what God had put in them, not just to be cookie cutters of Phil and Kath, but to be who they are. And so what, what led us to really invite these three couples into that role was is what we saw in them their heart for the vineyard, their heart for us, and their heart to serve the Lord and see his kingdom advance, because that's what we're all about. We want to see God's kingdom advance across our nation, and I think we'd all agree with that. And so healthy church, healthy churches is what does that. So that's what we wanted to build. Wonderful. Now, that, that change, <laughs> can I just ask you this? The, the, that change gave you quite a different role. What, what have, what's been your focuses over, over the last couple of years as you've kind of, as we move to that, that change? Um, so our role has clearly changed to um, becoming more of supporting the leaders that we've released. And, um, you know, I just, I guess the thing is too, we, we, I would want to let you know that we are giving something a go that is really uncommon. So over the years, you won't be aware of this, but internationally, churches across denominations are starting to look at us and what we're doing because other things that people have tried haven't worked. So um, the, we're starting to realise that in a lot of mainline denominations, when a minister comes in who has had nothing to do with that group of people over a period of time, you basically create a crisis and um, there's a real change because that person has been formed somewhere else, even if they're in the same denomination. And so there's this sudden halting, changing of a new direction, and generally speaking, more than half the church will leave if they last at all. The other option for church planting where you see it, where the founding pastor just leaves um, and a new team of leadership come in and even in NGOs and um, which is probably the closest to a church type of thing um, within three years most of them are non-existent so that was quite a sobering investigation that we discovered and we went around a group of us and went and saw what other churches are doing we saw the campus model where the ministers are sort of zoomed in, the senior ministers are zoomed in on a screen so everyone's hearing the same thing every week and Phil and I looked at each other and went, it's not really us. Um, And so we thought that's not the role we want to take. However, we do, we are desperately committed to the fact that the vineyard has a flavour to bring to the Australian churches, which is the kingdom of God theology it's everyone gets to play, moving in the same direction with the same values, but with a flavour that can be different given the different settings. You don't, you know, you might know the story that people came to Australia from other countries and if they had been wine growers in other countries, they brought with them this precious stump of a vine that they brought as, as their only inheritance that they carried with them across the miles to come to Australia. And uh, when they landed in the Barossa Valley and up in the Hunter, they planted that in very different soil. And so it took on a different flavour because of that. 
So we want to recognise that different areas, even in Sydney, have different soil and a different flavour and it, you can take the same values and plant them but allow it to have, have within the same winemaking experience a type of growth that is its own. So that's an analogy to try and say, this is what we're trying to do. So if you haven't understood everything that's happening, I just want to say, you know, something that the vineyard has been for a long time is cutting edge. So you have come, knowingly or unknowingly, to the cutting edge with us, and we are trying to do something to see if it would work. So, and if it would be, if us staying calling ourselves senior pastors, releasing as much as we possibly can into the soil of the ground where these guys are planted to let them be themselves, um, then that, that it really might work. It's really dependent on personalities. It means that you have to... We've taken on a grandparently role in our own family with our daughter. So we're, we're learning it in the natural as our um, daughter and husband have had a little bubby. And we're learning it in the spiritual as well, mm. as we grandparent here. So if I mm. could say that's the role we've taken, mm. we've become grandparents, and we're very happily grandparents, um, and so proud, so proud of these guys and of the GBs, the Gresham Brits, and um, of the stars, mm. because they're really, we're pioneering. We're pioneering something that I hope across denominations and across the church will be a help. So thank you for coming with us, even if you might not have been able to understand what it means to be one church and three communities so far. It might become clearer as we figure it out as well. But thank you for coming anyway. Yeah. Phil, can I ask you to add a little bit on the detail of sort of um, what you're up to through the week as part of that role? Uh, what it, you know, we don't always see you here every Sunday and sure. uh, that, that sort of thing. Sure. So... Um, yeah, our role has shifted, so it's not as connected to the functional operation of each community. So we're really leaving that to each of the community pastors. So we've, um, we've wanted to be available to them, uh, to each of the community pastors, to support, to cheer them on, to be a sounding board, to, to coach them where, where they would like that, that input. So we've been available for that. We've also tried to get to each of the communities um, and so that means us not always being here because it's, it's sort of, there are times that I wish I was two people. I'd like to be here and at Hornsby at the same time because I want to be, be cheering them on as much as I want to be cheering you guys on. And so we do, you know, swing around and get to that and then we've also got commitments at a more national level, but so we're doing that. We pray lots. We pray for you. We pray specifically for the community pastors and, and, and for what they're going through. Um, we've also um, been involved in getting some of the more mundane administrative things up and going. Yeah, but they are mundane. It doesn't mean that they're not important. Ted, do you think that's right? They're mundane, but they are important? Yes. We have a phenomenal board um, a great group of men and women who serve this church um, and they bring great skill, great passion for the church and passion for Northridge to see Northridge 
grow and and spread its wings. Um, and so we've been looking at some of those things like, you know, you've heard more about child protection things. Uh, we're developing that into storehouse at the moment and getting, getting some of those things that actually form a very strong foundation in any organisation, you know, really up to... Up to um, as good as it can get. Um, and we've got some great people and resources that are being put into that. So we've been working very hard on that, um, getting those things to... Yes, yes. So we're in you know, three different positions. So we have, we've had to think about that and how does that play out with, with how each church operates in different locations. So that's um, broadly what we've been doing as well. Study. You could say that. So, so some of you know that we've been on the Vineyard Churches Australia board. Both that was my next question. Oh, was that the next question? <laughs> I'll go then. Sorry. So, Kath, <laughs> Phil mentioned. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, so, the, we'll just pretend we didn't hear that part. Um, so, as Phil mentioned, you guys are involved um, sort of more nationally, um, and you guys have been involved in Vineyard Australia for over 10 years now. Can you let us, a little, uh, let us know a little bit about what that involvement looks like? Um, but also kind of uh, what you see is needed in the movement as a whole at the moment. Can you tell that we talked a little bit about what we might say before we came but didn't hone it down? So thank you for being so kind. <laughs> um, it is a privilege to be on the, the Vineyard Churches Australia uh, it, you know, it's a board, but it's really um, a gathering of, of a small group of people who pray a lot and seek the Lord's heart for what is the vineyard, how, how would the, the Lord like the vineyard to be expressed in Australia. So Kirk and Nick Delaney, who many of you have now met, are amazing national directors. And... Um, Phil and I are on the board, and Greg Trainer, who you may have met as well. So that's the current board. And then we bring people, other people in to kind of have input at different times in different ways. Um, so and our role on that board has changed over the time. Phil um, helps with the finances and the budgeting and looking at how best to use the resources that come into VCA from the different churches to... Um, resource the vision that we have, which is to see healthy vineyard churches and new vineyard churches across Australia. So that's the plan. The part that, that I have been kind of helping work on is how do we encourage our current pastors to be um, developing and self-caring? Because the burnout rate amongst um, pastors, generally speaking, you'll know, is incredibly high and higher in Australia than in most countries. So um, that, we've, that, that our team of leadership here has been leading for as long as they have in pastoral positions is, is almost um, unheard of. There are more people leaving ministry than going into ministry. Um, so, yeah, so that's... We've, so the Lord has really blessed us in that way, but I'm concerned about that. So I've been looking at that and spiritual formation and we have connected now with um, part of the reason why I did my master's and that Pete Downs has done his PhD was to serve the vineyard movement 
across Australia, which now means we've been able to have some vineyard subjects accepted and accredited with um, Sydney School of Divinity and ACOM. And so um, we have a diploma course that looks like it'll be able to run over a one-year period that I'm hoping that lots of people will do. Um, and we already have a bunch from Northridge leadership who are signed up for either diploma degrees or master level courses. And I'm looking after the spiritual formation subject to do with that. So that's really um, feels like a privilege to be able to invest in that way as well. Did you want to add anything to that, Phil? That's really good. Okay. Um, so, well, I guess, I guess um, the next question that we had chatted about was... Um, I guess what's our, you know, role in supporting the vineyard movement um, as a church or even as a community? Sort of how can we contribute towards that? Yeah, um, I'm not too sure whether you're aware. We're probably one of the strongest vineyard churches in Australia, which is wonderful. Um, and yet I also feel like to those who are given much, much will be required, quoting scripture. So I think we have a responsibility to bless the movement. Um, and I think... Um, Part of that is, in a way, just praying and turning up to some of the things that happen nationally. I, I find it really exciting that, that when I go to vineyard churches, whether they're in Australia or around the world, there's something that's just, it, this is home. I don't know, for those of you who've gone to vineyard churches and, and other places, and you walk in and you go, this feels like home. This feels like, you know, Northridge. And there is something remarkable. And that's very... I think that's unique, but also quite remarkable that there is something that is quite special that God has put on us as a movement. Now, we are, we are just one piece of vegetable in the vegetable stew. We, we very much realise that we are just one part of the global church, uh, the global Christian church, but I also believe we're an important part of the global Christian church because there is something in the vineyard that is unique and special for the, the Christian church worldwide to be flavoured by. And so how do we do that? We, we get involved. We cheer on other churches. There are times that, that we have the opportunity to go to other churches um, and we... Um, are often inviting people if you would like to come and join us. So you may go, I'd love to go and support if Phil and Kath are going there or, or something else is happening in another church to actually go and participate. Uh, you may remember last year, remember when we had our national conference last year, it was held in five different states. Do you remember that? We had one started in Brisbane, then went to Western Australia, then South Australia, Victoria and New South Wales. Well, the same is going to happen next year because we felt it had such a blessing. We had over 700 people in our churches get to the national conference because of that. You are welcome to go to another state and join in and cheer them on, because I love the fact that we are part of a... We're not just this little church in Thornley. We're a part of a movement that's touching the world um, in many, many countries all over the world, all over Africa, South America, North America, through Asia now, across Europe, into the UK. The vineyard churches are everywhere, and it's really special to feel like we're part of something quite special around the world. So get engaged and, and be involved. So if you would like to join us, come and let us know, because we'd love to have people who would love to come and join us if we seek to bless other churches around the movement. Awesome. 
Could I just add, I think it's really important to remember who we are and what it means to be Vineyard. And so if you're not sure what that is or what the Vineyard values are, it's there on the website, but sometimes it's better to hear it from a person that embodies it. And so um, speak to Bon and Rob, speak to someone on the leadership, speak to Phil and I, or, um, you know, there are... I think we're going to talk a little bit more, but sign up for Sockham is a great way. If you don't know what a kingdom of God theology means, if you're, if you don't know when you hear those statements, everyone gets to play, what that means, or, you know, some of the other things that we would describe as distinctives when you hear a statement and you think, oh, I don't really know what that means. How do I do that? Then ask someone. Mm. So we've, um, I've had the privilege of doing the School of Kingdom Ministry this year. I've seen a lot of the hours and time that you guys have put into that. Uh, and also in, into PeaceWise, that's something that's been a real investment for you. Can you tell us a little bit of, of why that's so important to you, particularly, and, and, and for us as a church, why you feel like this is, these are really important things for us as a church? Yeah, I think maybe for many of you who came to just the recent national conference, you got um, a bit more understanding of Sockham. But Sockham is a um, it's a twenty six week program, approximately three hours a week. So it's like doing a university course. Um, it is a paid course. Um, the great thing about it is, yet we have wonderful teaching from. Uh, Putty and some of the team that they have in Urbana Vineyard. Um, that happens for an hour. And then we put it into practice. We have this, the middle hour. Well, after the teaching, we then have a bit of a debrief um, and share our thoughts about what we've just heard and have discussion, which is just wonderful. Um, and then we have what we call um, activation time, where Putty demonstrated that, and we've had it a bit before, where we just get to learn how to hear God. We have a God who wants to talk to us and lead us and teach us how to minister and bless each other. And so we spend that middle hour um, practicing listening to the Lord. And it's not just go sit in the corner and listen, but it's listen and do, listen and do. Like we, we, you know, we, we do all these different activations, which is wonderful. And then in the third hour or at another time, we put that stuff into practice where we do some um, outreaching activities. We may go uh, to the local mall or to a hospital and just follow what the Lord might be asking us to do and bless people. Now, it's, we have loved it. If, if you want to talk about it, hand up if you did the school this year. Just pop a hand in the air. So we've got some people who have already done it. Lisa and Eric here are going to be leading it next year, which is fantastic. But I would say it is the most remarkable course I have ever been involved in. Now, I've done col like Bible college, and that was good for what that was doing. But Sockham has been transformational in both my understanding of theology and the theology around the vineyard, but also putting, putting that into practice. Seeking to go, Lord, I'm not just here to know about you and have a, have a good time. I'm actually here. You've given me a purpose and an identity to be engaged in the world, bringing God's rule into people's lives. And that's been our heart. Ever since we started this church, we wanted people to find their home in God. Find God, not just 
about him, but to literally experience his presence transforming their lives. You know, I love it that many of you, when you first came here, all you could do was to cry. Now, that's not because the preaching was so poor. It just made you weep and thought, my goodness, you cried because God's spirit touched your life and you found something that was a hunger in your heart and God brought it. And I still cry in our New Zealand conference. You know, we were there every time I walked in the room. I just felt like I wanted to start crying. Kind of going, God, you are so wonderful. You're so beautiful to come so powerfully into our lives and not stay at a distance, become very close. And so Sockham has been huge. And I would, my spin is everybody in the church needs to do it. It will transform your life. No matter where you are, how old you are, how long you've been a Christian. Now, don't all do it next year. We can't do it all. You know, you need, you know, we, we have about between 20 and 30 students wanting to, you know, able to come and do a school. We run it once a year. We'll put you, sign up, but we'll put you on a waiting list. <laughs> but it's well worth doing. Kat, do you want to talk about Peacewise? Okay. Um, I agree with everything that Phil said. One of the most beautiful things to watch in Sockham for me was as people listened to the... So theology is just the way we understand God. It's a big word to say that. So as people's understanding of God shifted from thinking the only reason why the wrath of God is not poured out from upon us is because Jesus stands in between to actually understand that we have always, always, always had a loving Heavenly Father and his love was demonstrated most fully and completely in Jesus Christ and his death. And to watch people cry as they made that shift was just... I was just like, wow, wow. I didn't know that people in our church were still carrying a sense that God is really angry with them. So um, it's a precious, precious thing. Mm. But PeaceWise is another, has been a gift to us. It's been a gift to us as we've worked with our leaders. It's, um, it's a biblical process that we get to look through in the course of how to change our fear or way of doing conflict into something that we see as an opportunity for growth ourselves, an opportunity to worship God, an opportunity to bless other people. And all of us, whether you like it or not, every day we're, we're dealing with conflict at some level. It's just about being human. So I um, feel like as people who love the Lord and are called to be people who learn how to make peace because we love the Lord, why are, why are we on the back foot of this? It's, it's something that I've just become incredibly passionate about, that if we could help our kids understand a bit more about what is, how to ask good questions when they feel like there's a conflict happening, we could do a lot around what's happening with bullying in schools we could do a lot about fractures that are happening in families. We could do a lot about what's happening in church communities and relationships and how we approach each other, learning how to give a good, decent apology that actually counts, learning how to look for not what's being said but what are the values that are being challenged for the person that's, that's feeling so strongly in this moment. 
Uh, my heart's desire is, is that every single Christian person in the world would do this, but I'd like to start with Northridge. And so um, if you're willing to, we are ra- trying to run the courses here on a regular... It's expensive. And so what we do is Phil and I don't, have done all the training so we don't have to charge you for us. So when we run it here, it means that it's about half the price. Um, so you're just paying for the materials and for um, the, the trainer that comes... And the food. We, we offer food. So look out for that. I'd encourage you to sign up. Um, and, yeah, we need to keep going. My husband's whispering. So. Uh, <laughs> well, look, we... <laughs> are you all right? I'm back up. I'm back up. We need to ask you a question. Yeah, well, let me just, let me just finish by saying... Um, we want to recognise that you are stepping into this grandparent role you spoke about, but you've remained engaged and investing in us as a church family. Through, and you've just talked about a couple of the ways that you've done that, but you, you've continued to do that, and it's such a blessing. And I know that it, it's, there's tension at times in taking on that role, and you know, there's, there's things to learn. But at the same time, it would be easy for you to disengage and not be passive um, in that role. And you've continued to do that. And we just want to honour you and thank you for that um, and the blessing that is to us as a church family. So thank you. Yeah. You're going to say thank you to them? Yes, I was going to say thank you to them. So I would just like to say the only reason we can do that is, um, and you'll know this, grandparents in the room, that um, if, if the people... And I don't want to say they're kids because I don't actually want you to see them as children. They are your pastors. They're incredibly capable. It's an analogy that I'm giving that has many failings, so I'm just trusting that you understand that. But um, this would only work if the three couples who have come up in leadership are willing to deal with the complexities of having us hang around. The complexities of us gradually helping um, you to remain affectionate to us. I mean, we love you. Everyone sitting in this room, I feel, you know, I ha- we de- have deep affection for you. But it's in... And, and we don't want to lose that with you, but at the same time, that needs to be transferred in trust to these guys and to their leadership and their capacity. And we have watched them have incredible God-inspired leadership capacity for very difficult things that they've done already. We haven't told them what to do. We have entrusted that God will give them the answers for the situation that they're facing. And we've, we've walked with them, but they're leading. And so to a lot of it is, is uh, we recognise that having... Ha- it's you allowing us to be present and to walking that journey and this middle ground. So um, we're trusting that the benefit in the long term will be the best for the church and for the people who are not yet in this building as we do that as well. So we want to thank you. Do we get to ask you the yeah. questions? Mm. You know, this is now way more exciting because um, we're looking at, you know, we've looked at where we've been and we've looked at a couple of things that we'd like to contribute to the Vineyard Church more broadly. But the most exciting part for you guys is that you have these incredible leaders that God has given a vision to. And um, I'm wondering if you could speak into that now. 
what do you see is what's God placed in your heart? And for this next season, what do you feel like the Holy Spirit is inspiring in this community to go forward? Thanks, Kath. Thanks, guys. This is really fun to do this. <laughs> um, you know, it's been really, uh, it was such a privilege and a joy to have a conference here um, these last uh, couple of weeks. And uh, one of the things, it was funny because Rob and I met sort of, and we try and meet regularly and do some strategy days, sort of just times where we ask the Lord what's on his heart and, um, and, you know, where he wants to take us as a community. And some of the things that we have had on our heart were coming out at conference. And so both, for both of us, we were really, we felt the Lord really confirmed some things. And we're going to spend, we'll spend some time over the next sort of few months and um, as we get into next year, looking more specifically at that. But there were just a couple of things that we wanted to uh, mention this morning. And um, the first thing that really stood out for us was um, the Lord asking us uh, individually and as a church, uh, as we come into this next season, are we willing to risk for him? And... Um, how that risking kind of looks, I think, is partly, are we willing to lean into whatever God is asking us to do right now? I think sometimes we're, always, we're wanting big change and we're wanting to see God do big things and we say no to all the little things that he's asking us right now. And I just really feel like God is saying, start saying yes to the little things because then you will see the big things we have a heart to see our nation turned to Jesus. We have a heart to see the people that we come across in our day-to-day -day lives find freedom and find their saviour. That often will start with us saying yes to Jesus. Whether it's go and reconcile that relationship, whether it's lean into the Holy Spirit, uh, whatever it is, uh, are we going to be a people who are going to say yes to what the Lord is putting in front of us? Um, and, you know, one of the things about risking is that there has to be something deep in here that drives us forward. And, um, you know, one of the things we felt the Lord saying to us over just over this last little while is let me stir up once again the dreams and the visions that I've put in you. Uh, I don't know about you, but I easily forget those things. And it, could be, it would be easy to some extent to, to be saying, okay, Lord, yeah, I'm going to risk. I'll just risk because you're telling me to risk. I'm just going to risk for the sake of risking. I don't really quite know what it is that I'm stepping into. Um, and I, I really felt the Lord saying to me, and I, I just sensed this was something that actually for us as a community too, let me remind you of the visions and the dreams that you've had and I, I kind of actually want to just ask you this morning, at a personal level, do you know what those visions and those dreams are? And it could be something as simple as like, I just, I want to bless our neighborhood in this way. You know, it could be just a simple thing you felt the Lord say, why don't you do that? Or here's an idea. And you've gone, oh, you know what, just on the back shelf. And that the, the Lord would bring those things back into our hearts and back into our minds and then say, go for it. Go for it and, and step out and risk in that. So that's the story, I guess, a little bit of what we feel like the Lord's leading us into as a community is 
is to actually bring those things back out into the forefront and say, let's have a go at this. This is a bit risky. I want to try this. Um, and like Bonnie said, we'll, we'll spend a bit more time, but we're conscious of time this morning. We want to bring things to a close there. Yeah, yeah. We really wanted, Phil and I really, more than anything, wanted to spend some time with us, praying for these guys. And um, they are great leaders. I hope you realise how privileged we are to have them. I hope that you will... Uh, yeah, thank you. And, you know, people sometimes just see someone step into a leadership role and go, oh, my gosh. But you, the Lord has spent a lifetime raising these guys up to be where they are now. This is absolutely his plan. And we trust them. We trust them so completely. And we would encourage you to do the same. Look after them. Make sure they're okay. Do your very best to pull in the same direction as the Lord is leading them. That would be our encouragement to you. So we'd love them. Would you stand up? And if you can reach your hands out, we would love to um, pray for them. It'll be our words, but I know it's your heart as well. Father, we just bless you for Bon and Rob. We thank you for your spirit on them and your spirit in them. Lord, and it's, we just choose to honour, we choose to honour them because of what you've put in them to serve your church and to, and to follow you. Lord, you call all of us to obediently follow you and whatever you've asked us to, and then also you call us into leadership in different ways. And so, Lord, we seek your blessing on them. We pray that you would stand guard around them. Lord, that you protect them as mum and dad and their family, and their extended family. Father, we ask that you would cover their hearts, that you'd protect their hearts, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you would give them wisdom. Lord, that you would give them insight of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, as we, as your church, seek to trust them and to follow them, we, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would show them the way we are to go the people that you call us to be, the church that you are raising up around us. Come on. And Lord Jesus, we acknowledge that um, there is nothing like pastoring because it's not only a physical job and a role, but it's frontline in a spiritual world. And so, Lord, we thank you that we can call on your angel army to war on behalf of our leaders of the church. And so we ask now, as a church community, that you would stand guard, that your mighty angel army would stand guard of their health for them and their children, of their spiritual journey, of their financial resources, Lord. And, Lord, that they would always have a sense of... uh, of you going ahead of them. Holy Spirit, go ahead of them. And, and just that we together are willing to be behind them, that we're on this journey together, that we see the reason for it. We see that we want to be in a country in Australia that has many, many followers of Jesus. And we need people to lead us into be followers of you. So, Lord, help them and help us. Help them to yes. lead us, Lord. Yes, Lord.
Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing. We acknowledge mm. your Holy Spirit work upon them, mm. that this is you saying mm. yes to them as pastors of Northridge Vineyard, mm. of this morning community. Lord. And just what you're seeing is also just the Spirit coming on them. And, and that's just something that we are familiar with in the vineyard because these guys can't do without the Lord. Amen? <laughs> they need the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to the disciples, don't leave Jerusalem until you get power on high, okay? And then go do the work of the kingdom. And so just the Lord's presence is on them and in them. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing their body, their body reacting to that. And that's just something that we're familiar with. And, uh, and it just, it's the Lord in his love for these guys is just reminding them that he's very present. And so, Lord, now we ask for every mm. favour that you have yes. given on the church yes. planning here called Northridge Vineyard, on Phil and I, and we give it to them. Yeah. We release them yes. to continue so the th- journey so that's begun. And we thank you, Lord. Mm. We thank you, Lord, that you are anointing them, appointing them, that they are doing it, Lord, that they are already your pastors. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we're going to continue praying a little bit. And if you've come here this morning with any need for prayer that hasn't been prayed for, then there are people who would love to, to pray, so do come forward. Um, but I'm aware that time is well and truly up, so if you have got kids in kids' church, please go and get them and um, be released to go and get morning tea. And, um, yeah, may God bless you this week. In Jesus' name.